0: Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi, everyone. Sean Healy, Personal Development Educator and NLP Trainer here, and you're listening to the Sean Healy tools podcast, podcast intended to help us have better quality business and personal relationships. So welcome to today's episode. Episode 114 is entitled Revisiting Boundary Dynamics. It's been a while since I've done an episode on boundaries and um, I was just pondering a few things over the last few weeks around family systems dynamics and how that related to boundaries and how the idea of boundaries is still a very developing and emerging element. So this kind of episode, I think, is a combination of a little bit of instruction, but but also just, um, uh, you know, the rambling recesses of my mind, just some things I'm pondering on. So this is not necessarily direct kind of inst- instruction, but just points for consideration, because I think boundary setting is very, very individual and very, very personal and influenced by our family system um, and also our psychological defences. Because for some of us, we can take self-development concepts and instead of using those to grow and expand, what we do is we translate those into ways to continue to harden our defences. So, you know, we, we can actually end up being very jarring in our dynamics. So... This is where I was sort of very interested to talk about the concept and revisit the idea of boundaries because it's it's been a long, long, long time since I've sort of done this. But if we're thinking about boundaries in the sense of deciding what is and what isn't okay for us, whether that's we're talking about physical boundaries around what kind of touch is appropriate, by whom and in what context, and then we're also looking at this from the perspective of... Um, uh, uh, emotional and intellectual boundaries, because, you know, there seems to be from a place of good intent, one of the things that I've noticed lately, um, this upswing of the idea of, of, of positivity and, oh, you don't, you know, don't look at it that way. This is the way you need to look at it. Um, and so there can be sort of this experience of trying to tell other people how to think Um, and how to feel about certain things and we can become from a place of good intention but we can actually be quite in invasive Um, and especially when you know the way my neurology um, both at a conscious and unconscious uh, level responds to the world by comparison to yours is going to be very very different um so my advice might work for me but um it, it may not work for you. And I think that's one of the things that we sort of sift through as we're looking at ideas of boundaries and wound healing and, and getting better at creating the kind of lives that we want. Um, sure, it's great to listen to a whole heap of advice, but it's really, I think, about finding the advice that best fits us or, you know, this is the advice that best fits for me now. So you know, we're kind of putting a timestamp almost on things. And, and again, that would be the thing around this is, you know, what I've said about boundaries in the past by comparison to what I'm saying about boundaries now, um, That that's changed. That That's changed because I feel like when I was talking about boundaries previously, there were certain factors I, I hadn't consider, considered to be as influential as I do now. Um, so if I can give you an example around that, I mean, when we're talking about family systems, um, not everybody in the family um, has the same capacity to um, set a boundary. Um, uh, you know, mum and dad have more capacity to set and maintain boundaries than uh, children in the family do. Um, so we have to understand that within a family system uh, and boundary setting and the maintenance of those boundaries and the honouring and the respecting of those boundaries, uh, we're not on a level playing field, folks. Um You know, whoever holds the most power in the family system is likely to be the one who finds it the easiest to set, maintain and get others to comply with their boundary paradigms. And so what happens is boundary setting from the one-up position, this is how I expect to be treated, this is what I expect to see, Um, you know, and anything other than that is not okay if we're talking about a very rigorous boundary, a very, you know, black and white boundary, uh, by comparison to someone in the family system who doesn't have control of the money, doesn't have control of the choices of the family, um, trying to set a boundary, um, well, they may have to come up with more subtle, They, like they, you know, it, I don't have the, the authority in the family system to stamp my foot and go, this is the way of things and this is how it's going to be. Um, uh, because I'm, I'm just going to get steamrolled over by those who are in the foot stamping position. Um, so I have to try to be more subtle. I have to try to be, or perhaps you know, I will try. I will, I will come out very forcefully, or I'll just give up on the idea. Um, so that means, as when I grow up as an adult, um, my boundary setting, um, and often. More likely, people often ask, you know, well, how do I set a boundary? And I I don't necessarily know that that's actually the question that they're most interested in asking. I think it's more about how do I get people to respect my boundaries? And if someone, um, you know, deliberately or accidentally transcends a boundary, how do I go about resetting that? Um, Because for a lot of us, when people violate our boundaries, this triggers us back into almost childlike responses. Not everybody, um, but I know for myself that also depends. Um, If we're setting, it's easier to set a boundary with a stranger where I've got no real attachment to the consequences. Um, And so I can generally do that in a non-emotive, clear kind of way compared to family and friends where um, there's a degree of emotional agitation that will go with Um, boundary setting or trying to reset a boundary or saying to someone, hey, I'm uncomfortable with what you did. Um, So that, you know, that can come out as aggressive or passive aggressive or just simply withdrawing, you know, going into old styles of defences rather than just very clearly going, hey, um, no, I don't agree Um, and this is what I would like, please, you know, rather than you need to stop that and this is what I want, you know. or, oh, well, I just, I'm not going to talk to you. Um, so we, you know, we punish with, you know, our way of getting power and control is to use a more passive kind of a method because, um, uh, that that may have worked for me in the past, and if we grew up in cyst family systems where, like I said, you know, as a child we didn't have much boundary setting capacity, let alone if we weren't if we grew up in a family system where boundaries were not very well taught, or maybe there were very strong boundaries around what couldn't couldn't be said, but our physical boundaries were very loose and our emotional boundaries were very loose, or um, so that customarily in a lot of family systems what we what we got a combination of was you know surprising? Suddenly, very rigorous boundary enforcement that was kind of shocking to our equilibrium, or um, not enough boundaries a, at all, and then you you only knew you, you know the only time you got a reference for whether you know what that was was like was when you went into another family system and you know did something somewhere else that that. That family culture seemed to be very inappropriate. Whereas, and you're kind of going, "Oh, well, you know," but where we come from, that's just what's done, you know. Or, or you, so there were these little moments where we'd get a slight insight into the different boundary setting process or lack thereof of other family systems. Um, but again, uh, for many of us, we 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 weren't really taught those things because previous generations. Well, they weren't taught those things either. So we're talking about, you know, boundaries and healthy boundary setting and and functional boundary maintenance um, are aspects that are still fairly new. Um, and to do that from a place of clean integrity, rather than using it as a covert method for power and control, um, again is is a is an element that's um, it's evolving. Where and that's where when we're looking even at. In our own process, we're as we're as we're kind of going through our life, perhaps as an adult now, and going, well, what kind of things are okay for me, and what kind of things aren't anymore. Um, and you know, we might first start by sitting with the idea of what's okay and what isn't. What you know, what are we? And when we're thinking about this, one of the things that we're reclaiming is a sense of um, What's my what am I individually okay with rather than um, you know this is more about an, an Id- this boundary is more set around the ideas that came out of my family system rather than my own authenticity. So for example, let's say I might have certain ideas around sex and sexuality and what can and can't be said and um, because I grew up in a family system where sex was not openly discussed or perhaps I grew up in a heavily religious environment that um, the underlying message was that sex was dirty, bad and sinful, whatever the case may be. Um, And so you know, I'm influenced by those things, uh, whether I like it or not, uh, because that's, you know, I had to take on some of those beliefs in order to fit in my family system and behave in a way that was appropriate to my family system. But as I get older, I have to face the anxiety of starting to have some clarity and form some ideas around, well, what's sexuality to me and what isn't okay to me? And is that the same as what I saw in my family system or what I was taught by, you, you know, um, my, my religion of the day. Um, and, and again, be prepared for a little bit of uncertainty, anxiety, and it can s- take a bit of time Just really sit in that and get the difference between what's authentically me and, and what's old family system stuff that, you know, it's not baby out with the bathwater, you know, our family systems had some stuff that, that were exceptional and, and wonderful. And, and how do I, but, but how do I, how do I take the things that I want Um, how do I preserve the traditions, rituals, and, and I, and thinking of the family system that I think, you know, helps me to live, um, a very present and joyous life. And how do I, how do I leave the rest? Understanding that dropping the rest off, even though you might recognize consciously that that's, some of that stuff is toxic, it doesn't mean it's easy to drop because again, we can be triggered by, you know, deep seated kind of guilt Around letting go of some of the stuff, even though I fully acknowledge at an intellectual level that it doesn't work for me, but it doesn't mean that a, at a somatic, body-based, unconscious level, um, I'm as I'm as ready to let that go because that might then mean I have to face the anxiety of of creating a slightly different, more independent identity. And and then what does that mean in terms of how I respond to people, let's say, if we're still talking about the idea of sexuality? Well, as a as a sexualized adult being of my own choice, how's that going to affect my behaviours? Um, is that now going to mean that I'm a little bit more? Um, I'm, I'm honouring my sexual energy in a healthy way, and and even if you know, what does that look like? Um, and how do I how do I kind of interact? Or even if I'm in relationship, how does that change the paradigm with my partner in order to promote even even greater closeness? Um, so boundaries, I think, is a process. Um, there's a lot more to kind of be said about uh, uh, about boundaries, but but I think um, that first thing um, is around as we're sitting with these ideas of what is and isn't okay for us as an adult, getting some clarity about what that's driven by. Um, and uh, once once we know that, then we're starting to look at that element of kind of um, how do I if if um, deliberately or accidentally someone violates a boundary of mine, how do I um, r- reset that boundary in the least forceful, most mature way I can um, without necessarily, and part of that is not having an attachment to um, how a person responds to that. What, what's most important is I can speak from an adult, clear place about what my boundary is, but but I you know I'm not attached to what what you do or don't do with that because how that registers with another person what that triggers and provokes in another individual well that's entirely their own business that has nothing to do with me um, but what is important is is have I done my best to speak with as much uh, clearness and clarity and and I've processed the emotional undercurrent for myself, rather than I've yelled and screamed at you, how dare you, don't you ever do that again, or I'll, you know, I'll, I'll you know, we start to threaten maybe, um, or like I said, we just completely withdraw, um, or we're snipey and passively aggressive, and we, we've all got our ways um, of doing that, and it's kind of, again, like I said, want, we're, we're getting some clarity as adults as to you know, what are my boundaries look like um, and do they need reviewing? And then also what are my references for when are the times in my life where I felt that I've, you know, I've very, you know, so we're, we're drawing on what we've done before. Are there times in my life where I've kind of really um, in a non-charged way be, and 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 a minimalistic, non-forceful way but, you know, not aggressive but, but you know, from a place of integrated assertiveness I've been able to say thank you, but that's not going to work for me. Um, You know, you should think this. um, I appreciate that that's how you think, but I think like this. Um, That's all. Um, uh, You know, I'm, I'm, I'm stating my position without... Overforcing or under-forcing it. Um, and that might, you know, we've got to take practice. That might take some practice. You know, this, this is a, a skill base. This is something that's got to develop and we've got to learn to understand it more and more fully. Um, but as I say, if we, you know, we might talk a bit more, I'll, I'll, you know, do some more on kind of boundary stuff. But, you know, one is what, am I, what are my boundaries as an adult and, and how much you know, authenticity and I'm I'm continuing to revisit the idea of boundaries as certain things present in my life and I go, ah, oh, I better have another look at that. So we're 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 looking to for clarity, we're looking at how we set our boundaries in the calmest, um, most um, eloquent and clear way we can. Um, and then you know, how have I done that before and how would I get how would I Continue to do more of that, rather than here are the times when I've really sucked at this, <laughs> um, and and actually the relationship has deteriorated because of you know uh, you know what they did and how I responded to what they did, and you know we've ended up in a in some kind of struggle dynamic that's that's ended up deeply harming the relationship. So um like I said, we're, we're taking time to go well, how have I done effective boundary setting? in the past compared to ineffective? And what are the differences for me? Um, And then the other element here is, is that uh, we are looking at this from a place of going, um, you know, all I can control is my, what I, what I do and say um, in this dynamic. And if I have feelings about it, that, you know, how do I get as clear about where those feelings have come from, what the drivers are? and so that I can, in effect, I'm not reliving the past, I'm living the present. That's that's part of what this kind of process is about. It's more and more we're dropping the things from the, you know, we're, 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 we're lightening the load of the luggage we've carried from the past, the things that we don't need to, to take with us anymore um, so that we can have more present, more authentic exchanges, uh, you know, in the present. Um, and that way, boundary setting gets easier and easier. It doesn't have as much charge behind it. It doesn't make me regress a bit uh, emotionally. I'm able to just sit in a comfortable adult space and go, okay, um, you know, um, I, I am okay with that or um, I'm sorry, I just want to talk about that because I, I felt a little uncomfortable and could I, could I just ask, da, 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 don't talk about that subject in front of me. If you, I would, I would greatly appreciate that that topic I find a bit triggering, or you know that's a bit personal. So if it's so, um, it, you know, I, you know, that that's something I would not like. Uh, um, I'm, I'm not interested in talking about. I'm happy to talk about other things, but that particular topic um, between you and me, I'm, I'm not comfortable. So what else can we talk about? Um, and we get better and better. Like I said, it's a skill. It's a skill, it's a process that needs to continue to be revisited and, and re with and over time um, develops, grows and emerges. So there we go. There's our episode on revisiting boundary dynamics. Hope it gave you a few things to kind of think about. Um, you know, um, as always, um, thank you to people who've been listening along to the podcast series for uh, a long time or right the way through. My profoundest gratitude to you. Of course, if you've just joined us, please, um, the way you can support the show and help its reach, go to iTunes, download, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Um, or find us on Podbean, Stitcher, and we're a few other places as well. And of course, please visit the website, emergencetraining.com.au. And the Sean Healy Relationship Resourcing series on YouTube, similar kind of topics, but a slightly different approach um, uh, via the medium of uh, of YouTube. Um, but I am very passionate about these dynamics, um, and I, uh, you know, my focus is really how do we have the healthiest people dynamics that we can possibly uh, develop, both in our personal relationships and our business relationships, and um, I wish you all the best with your life. So um, until next episode, till we're together again, thanks for listening and bye for now.